Hello, everybody. Paul Jankarella here from Speaking to Empower. And I just wanted to let you know that I'm bringing you a podcast from Marketing Motivations. And we have a full bag of tricks today uh, because it's a a three-day bag, Saturday, Sunday, now uh, today. So I am almost positive that you folks will find something to resonate with. And we'll see what happens. Beginning with my friend Matthew Kelly. I call him my friend, although I've never meeting the man, or I've never met the man. I don't think meeting means a word. Um, although I've never met Matthew Kelly, I've seen plenty of his videos uh, to develop an opinion of him. And I uh, would have to say that if I did get to know him, I believe I would like him very much. And I believe he would not feel the same way. <laughs> he'd think I'm be a knucklehead um, but in all seriousness I think we would be good friends uh, and he basically said and I paraphrased here uh, paraphrased here in order for us to truly know the Lord's will in other words to know what God wants of us we must put aside our self-interests and desires and truly listen to God you know in in my case it was a matter of reconstruing my beliefs and vision once I heard what God was saying. And it was a faint whisper, believe it or not. And it wasn't audible. It was more of a, uh, an intuition, if you will. But, you know, I entered a business to become wealthy financially. And as it turns out, I entered that business to help people transform their lives, including my own. So in other words, I went in it for the money, but it didn't drive me. So I went into it for the ability to transform and bring out the best and people that I'm working with. So it was basically the same goal, but a different mentality, if you can follow me in that regard. Also, living your dream, say at age 25, may differ, and dare I say will differ, when you're 35, 45, or even 55. But the point of that statement is your goal at 25 go after it with all your heart and with all your might but there may be some tweaks and some changes along the way which is perfectly fine but don't think you have to have all what you want in 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 one fell swoop because it generally does not work that way. And some of us need to max out while others 
need to chill out. And that was Ed Milet, you know. Um, and it's very, very true. Some need to max out while others need to chill out. And I ask you, where do you all fall? And Jenna Kutcher put it best when she said, listen, slow progress equate, equates to deep roots. So don't be um, disappointed or saddened by slow progress because that means you're getting some, some deep, deep roots into what you're doing. And gaining knowledge without implementation is failure. You know, nothing worse than having so much knowledge and not having any implementation. And that's, you know, Tony Robbins says failure is success without fulfillment, which I tend to agree with as well. But there are a lot of definitions of, of failure. And should we be asking ourselves how success looks like or how success feels? And I thought that was, was captivating. I think I got that in the in a uh, interview with Ed Milet and Jenna Kutcher. But I think we all get that vision of how success should look like, how things are going to look, how things will be, what the vision is. But how about how it should feel? That's just as important. At a kid's birthday party, it was time to hit the pinata. The first of seven children hit the pinata and no candy came out. And each kid did it up until the seventh kid. And when he hit the pinata, all the candy fell out. The question that was asked was, which kid broke the pinata? And I think you can say, um, cumulatively, all of them did. You know, seventh kid just happened to get fortunate. You know, he had six other people beaten on it, and he was able to get it on his swing. And you only get one swing. You don't get more than one swing. Are you the risk in your life? Or are you the investment? And that was Jenna Kucher um, really being powerful in what she was saying there contextually. But think about that. Are you the risk or the investment in your life? And we know there's both in society. Matthew Kelly again said, We know what we can hurt. We know what can hurt our bodies. We know what can break our hearts. We even know what drives our minds crazy. But do you know what destroys the soul? You know, it's something to ponder on and think about that. Because what destroys your soul 
eventually destroys your life. And I wrote this down in my contemplative meditating meditation prayer. Am I ready to journey with the Lord? And I responded, I'm ready, even though I have no idea what's in store. And sometimes that's a good philosophy to have, you know. Be ready no matter what, especially when you don't know what's there or what's to come. I think sometimes that's better. I don't want to know that there's a huge roadblock up ahead. Now, that would differ if I was driving a car to a destination. I certainly would want to know that. Uh, but sometimes you want to work on all cylinders and not so much let off the gas with the anticipation of what's to happen. Uh, Sunday's message you know, the Spirit is always at work within us and around us. In, in order for the Spirit to penetrate and provide grace, we need to recognize and accept it. And you need to be aware. Most of us know with, the, with our, our senses and, you know, the... See, hear, taste, touch, and smell. But more importantly, the um, higher faculty, the, the mental faculty, um, powers, if you will, it's perception, will, imagination, reason, memory, uh, intuition. Having a good grasp on those will give you insights on more than what the senses can bring, if you can understand and believe that. So that's, that's what, what we need to do. You know, um, it says in order for us to penetrate and provide grace, we need to recognize and accept it. In other words, the spirit that's always at work within us. And God is asking us to change our lives for the better every single day. Now that can be overwhelming for some to to see that or to hear that or to live that however that does not mean we have to go above and beyond every single day what is what it, what it does mean is god is asking us to become better every day even if the pro progress is minuscule we're still going in the right direction you know, you might have a, a blockbuster day and you're going to say to yourself, well, how the heck am I going to repeat this? You don't have to repeat that. You just need to have, you know, a 32nd or a 16th of, of that the next day. Just keep building and building. And who knows? You may blow, blow that day out of the water. So, things to... 
you know, at least consider here. Um, and the key is consider doing. You know, um, that's, that's the thing. My other meditation was the things you can do with love. And that list um, can be infinite as far as what can be done. Uh, today's insight of the day is the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Belief is such a huge thing. We can have the best goals in the world and not attain them because we don't have a deep down belief. And um, Brian Schutz says today that you should live what you love. Not so much love what you live, but that's fine. But really live what you love. And in Father Ray's homily, um, I picked up picked up some, you know, great insight. But particularly, we must be consistent in our commitment to what we desire. You know, being consistent to our commitment is huge. And I also, um, you know, photocopied an excerpt from Living with Christ's Kristen Armstrong. There's a reflection on the readings each day, and the people vary from day to day. But this one really caught my eye because she said her gratitude routine is what's key. And it's similar to what I learned in the personal development space. You know, each morning she writes down 10 things she feels grateful for and why. I do that same exact thing. But the only thing I didn't do was the why do I feel grateful for that. That adds a little bit more stability and a little bit more, um, um, uh, I guess, it solidifies what you're grateful for when you put the why. You know, walking my dog. I generally put walking Theo in there 90% of the time. And if if not higher... If not 100%, you know, but why do I do that? What does it provide me? What does it give me? And uh, it's therapeutic in a sense that it, it brings my mind <clears throat> not to a halt, but it gives it a calibration, if you will. And I can rest and reset, so to speak. But I'm also... Um, you know, sharpening my mind as I walk with him if I'm listening to videos or whatever have you. And at night, uh, Kristen Armstrong, she reflects on her day and finds the one thing that she's most grateful for. And I do the same thing uh, through the prayer process with Matthew Kelly. Uh, and it really is rewarding especially when you do it as a reflection of 
the past day, you know. Uh, in the morning when you write the 10 things down, you know, those can be uh, things that will be completed in the future and you're grateful for it. That's how, you know, to express some confidence and some uh, belief, you know. And then she finds, then she thanks God before she goes to sleep of that one thing that she's most grateful for. So that in and of itself is fantastic. So the next thing, her accounts were initially of joy and peace in her gratefulness. But eventually, she began to be grateful for the things that challenged her because those challenging events or challenging situations made her stronger and in, in, in more alert, more aware, and more confident. And I tend to agree with that. You know, then she began to thank God in advance for the help she hasn't received yet. You know, thank you for providing me a increase in my monthly income or whatever have you. In Darren Daly today, he says, winning more arguments, but the advice from the king of the jungle, you know, and not taking this advice will make you an ass. Stay tuned for the pun. And there was a fable of a tiger and a donkey. And they got into a bait, whereas the donkey was saying the grass was blue. And the tiger was saying, what are you talking about? This grass is green. And they kept it up to the point where they had to take their argument to the lion. And the lion said to the donkey, is that how you see things? That the grass is blue? And he said, yes, I do. He said, great, then go on your way and I'll punish the tiger for being so short-sighted and wasting my time. Because that's exactly what the tiger did. You know, don't get caught up in uh, trivial arguments. You know, beliefs and intelligence are not the same. You know, they may relate, but generally they're not the same at all. Um, you know, people's moral minds override their rational minds. Just think about sides of the political table uh, and whatever, uh, you know, social issues, whatever they may be. You know, you may see a lot of, um, you know, uh, not, you may see rational minds out the window and, and their moral beliefs taking over, you know, and, and don't mistake a belief as an, as unintelligent and don't mistake intelligence as that of a belief that is true, you know. So, you know, as the lion said, is that how you see it? Then it is true for you. 
and let it be. Don't get worked up. Don't try to convince someone. Don't debate with someone thinking you're going to win their heart, especially when they are hard-pressed issues. Um, you know, you may win them when you're friends with them and you befriend them genuinely. That's what I suggest you do with with your, um, not so much enemies, but people on the other side of the aisle. And Matthew Kelly today says, Goodness never dies. It goes someplace to live. And sometimes they don't know that place. But any goodness you do, you think may go unwarranted, it goes someplace to live and to, to multiply. And lastly, would you recognize Jesus if you met him? And dare I say, I think some of you may have met Jesus, but did not recognize him in certain areas of life that we were um, too full of something else to see who he really is. Folks, that's it. I will uh, check in with you hopefully tomorrow, Lord willing. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.